Baylor University proudly presents the John Morris Show. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. This is the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. Get a snapshot of what's going on uh, in our world in Waco and McLennan County now as we welcome in uh, Waco Mayor Kyle Devers with us. And Kyle, first off, I really appreciate your time. I know you're very, very busy, but thanks for uh, being on with us this morning. Hey, good morning, John. It's great, great to hear from you, and uh, glad to be able to talk to you this year for just a few minutes. The John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham. Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. A little over two weeks ago, we were averaging about 10 to 12 uh, cases, active cases per day. Uh, so that means cases where people are still sick, they haven't died, and they haven't recovered. And that had been the case for several weeks. And today, or as of yesterday, uh, we have 360 active cases. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. More than that, even, is the fact that our positivity rate, which is the uh, number of, of uh, positive test results over total tests taken, was at about half a percent for weeks. And over the last three weeks, it's, it's gone up to over 12%. Um, we were uh, we were about a tenth of what the state's positivity rate is, and now we have passed the state's positivity rate. Hmm. So we've got a real problem here in, in McLean County, and uh, Texas across the board has a big problem. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low-T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Monday morning. Glad you're with us in studio. John Morris, Garrett Ross, that was uh, Waco Mayor Kyle Deaver, who was on with us on Friday. Really good information from Mayor Deaver. If you missed that, uh, you can go back and check it out. The podcast at SyntexSportsFan.com or just search uh, at 1660 ESPN on Twitter or Facebook, and you can find the interview there as you can. Uh, most, if not all, of the interviews we have on all of the shows here on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. We've survived the uh, Saharan dust storm for another year. Uh, and, and Garrett, that was a real thing. I mean, you could really mm-hmm. see it in the air on Saturday. Oh, you really could. And it was bad. I know, like, my wife was struggling with it, like, breathing. and then it Really? Was, yeah, and on top of my allergies, uh, it was making me real stuffy. Wow. So, huh. And there was a thing that popped up where it was saying that that if people who have sensitive, um, I guess like sensitive, whatever, it, it was going to be affecting them the most. Yeah. And she had that notification on her phone. Wow. Interesting. So uh, it didn't affect me that way, but I know people, like you said, uh, you guys, uh, it did affect you that way, but you could just see it in the air, you know, especially on Saturday. It was mm-hmm. just, just kind of like a thick, kind of a brown, not brown, but tan haze, just a haze in the air. That to me is the craziest thing in the world that sand from the Saharan desert can go that far, travel that far, and uh, be that noticeable. It really is. And it, it's kind of one of those things that makes you realize the world is really kind of smaller than we really <laughs> yeah, expect. That's true. And that, like, could you imagine being closer to it? That was my thing. Like, I couldn't, having it that thick here, I couldn't imagine being there 
yeah, you no, know, what I it would be like. I can't it would imagine be absolutely it all. miserable. My thought is, uh, and maybe this is naive on my part, I don't claim to be a Saharan sand expert, but <laughs> uh, wouldn't a good rainstorm kind of knock it out of the air or, or thin it out? I would think it would at least thin it out. I would think so, too. But see, that was the thing. It, it made it look, I don't know if it was from the dust or what, but like a reaction, but it looked like it wanted to rain all weekend, and it, it just it never like that. could. Right. Uh, it was basically that haze from the yeah. dust. There was some, I mean, it was overcast also, but it was basically that haze. <laughs> That's the craziest thing to me. And I think it's supposed to come back. Like, oh, oh, really? I think it's supposed to come back later this week. I have more <laughs> oh, of it. Oh, really? It's, I, I thought know, we were through with it. I'm, I hope we're through with it. Yeah. But you're right. People who have uh, breathing issues or allergies or any kind of, uh, you know, emphysema, broadca- uh, you know, bronchitis, mm-hmm. anything like that, maybe even allergies, it, it really affects those people. Yeah. And it would be, it's all obviously a terrible time to have it with considering that's one of the issues with the corona is your breathing <laughs> here you go just have what some else? Saharan yeah. dust to go on top else? of that here let's throw some dust on top <laughs> You'll of be all, all right that it'll be all right <laughs> man oh man well uh we're glad everybody's with us uh, this morning how about cam newton big news uh, signing with the new england patriots uh great landing spot for him more mm-hmm. power to him and it looks like bill belichick and that group in new england uh has made uh, another coup of a signing they really have and you know i'm excited to see what cam can do up there and that system you know you're going to have short time to get accustomed to the offense and everything but they're definitely daniels is going to do something special with him yeah. and i thought it was interesting um that espn stats and info they put out a, a thing where cam has had more rushing yards by himself like in the past four years than any uh patriot quarterback in the past 11 oh really so yeah it's gonna be definitely fun it's gonna be a change of pace in new england it will and it'll be fun to see how much they change things for him to fit his skills or if they're just going to expect cam to be you know pocket passers Mm -hmm. golick and wingo we're talking about you know who who changes the most or do they meet in the middle you know use the things that he brings to the table uh you know a couple of uh local uh baylor connections there of course matt rules the new head coach in carolina where cam Last played, but they had already cut him. They had already cut parted mm-hmm. ways there, so not really a uh, uh, not really a factor. I mean, he could have been signed by anybody. But then Jarrett Stidham is the uh, quarterback in New England, or maybe was the quarterback right. in New England uh, one time. Baylor quarterback uh, transferred, finished his career at uh, Auburn. Uh, <laughs> what was Stevens? What was Stevens' tweet? Did you see it? I missed that one. I Something see about uh, former MCC quarterback. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Stidham, which he did go a semester uh, at MCC when he finished here at Baylor. So that was that was pretty clever by Steven. It very, it is. And <laughs> I, you know, it, you can't be mad if you're Stidham because you're in a position where you learned from Brady. Yeah. And then now you're going to learn from Cam. So yeah. it's got to benefit you going forward somehow. And he had to know that they were going to bring in somebody. Yeah. They weren't just going to hand the reins over to him. I mean, maybe they would, but they were going to bring in somebody with a little more experience. Yeah, because it's, it's not a sh- – I wouldn't say it's a shot to say they expect him to step up and replace Tom Brady. But, I mean, it's kind of high expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, who who uh, would be for anybody? Absolutely. You know, much less a younger guy like Jarrett. And I wish him well. I hope, you know, I hope he uh, gets to a spot where he is the guy in New England or wherever he ends up. And I think that that's what I'm saying. This is going to benefit him, you know, go, yeah. whether he does replace Cam after one year or goes on to do his career somewhere else. I think the knowledge that he'll learn from being in that system by itself already with Belichick and then Brady and Cam is really going to benefit him. Yeah, great uh, learning laboratory, you would think, for yes. a quarterback or for any 
any player really in the NFL. So we'll keep an eye on that. Speaking of quarterbacks, we'll hear in the hour today uh, a portion of our Sikkim podcast with uh, one RG3, Robert Griffin III. Uh, very happy, very uh, content, it seems, in Baltimore. Uh, he wants to be the starter there. He is not content to just be the backup to Lamar Jackson, which most people think he will be. He is, uh, as part of the podcast, uh, he, he says that he prepares as if he were the starter, mm-hmm. and that's the only way he knows how to do it. So pretty cool mindset by Robert Griffin. I mean, that just shows this competitive edge, and you have to. You can't go into a situation, even if you're a backup, and just prepare you know, mediocre because when it's your opportunity, you never know. It's one snap. Anything yeah. can happen, so you got to be prepared. And He's definitely got the mindset to take care of that. He's got uh, he has when he has a mindset. When he has a mindset, he <laughs> he just goes about doing it. So we'll uh, we'll run a portion of that Sikkim podcast uh, today for you here in the nine a.m. hour. The entire podcast available uh, just uh, wherever you uh, download your podcast. Uh, go there, just search Sikkim Podcast or Baylor Athletics and uh, take a listen to the entire thing. Uh, speaking of podcasts, I, I don't know about you, but in these days when I've got more discretionary time on my hands, right. I'm just diving into all these different podcasts. And it's cool because when I walk the dog, it doesn't matter what time of day it is, I can just tap into a uh, to a podcast and listen to it. And uh, I've really I've really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's definitely the trend. I, I the only podcast I really listen to is the Joe Rogan Experience. Okay, but I found out like like it's similar thing is I've done that with Audible, like books. Oh yeah, so yeah. I'll just listen to books and you know so it helps me like that. Very cool. That's great. Well, a lot of people uh, or some people I know listen to this show uh, in the podcast version. If you can't listen live at nine a.m., just make it work to your schedule. So just uh, tune it in whenever you have a chance. Uh, David Chandler up in uh, Denver, Colorado, says he listens to us when he's out. Hiking in the mountains. David's not hiking right now. Had to have uh, a knee procedure. But uh, he, he tunes in and listens uh, semi-regular basis at least. I would love to be hiking in the mountains and just listen to us. That'd be cool. Oh, that sounds good to me. That's perfect. That sounds good to me. <laughs> All right, we're off and running on this Monday morning. We appreciate you being with us. Uh, coming up in a bit, let you hear from Robert Griffin III, Baylor's Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, part of the Sikkim podcast that will run for you uh, in just a few minutes. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show, as always, brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Also brought to you by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a warm and muggy start to the day with temperatures starting out in the mid-70s across central Texas. Skies will be mostly cloudy all morning, but will become partly cloudy later in the day. Highs will reach the mid-90s today, but it will feel more like the upper 90s. Tonight, temperatures will drop down to around 77 degrees with mostly cloudy skies. Skies will be partly cloudy on Tuesday with highs in the mid-90s once again. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 539 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. 
With our five-year financing, custom-designed team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. There's a lot of fear right now about the market and the economy. We went from all-time highs to a correction in a very short time. How are you and your plan prepared for black swan events and regular market cycles? Let's check in with Eric Lovett from the family at Lovett & Associates to hear what we should be doing with our money. This pandemic is creating fear. It's kind of comforting with a lot of our clients that are baby boomers. We've already set up a plan for them. We've put a retirement income plan together. So there's safe money that they have inside of their plan that's going to create the income. First thing you need to do is have a plan. Do you ever remember doing safety drills? Having a plan will help keep you from panicking too much. You'll have that plan in place and that is for times like this because if you just have an investment plan where all your money's in the market, which most people have, times like this taking money from that account, especially when the market's been very volatile, unbelievable. But when we have guaranteed income coming into the bank account every month, that really makes our existing clients and the people that have a plan like we're suggesting, it gives them confidence. I would encourage anybody that is five to 10 years out from retirement or in retirement, you give us a call, you come in for a meeting or we do a virtual meeting online to see how we can help reposition some of your assets so we can create that plan for you. And I think that would give you tremendous confidence in your retirement. If you'd like to start with a phone conversation, if you'd like to come in for a personal review, they do also offer the opportunity for virtual reviews. If you'd like to get started, give a call, have that conversation, 254-870-6800. That's 254-870-6800. Go online, loveitfinancial.com or 254-870-6800. Security and advisory services offered through Cetera Advisors, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC, a broker-dealer, and a registered investment advisor. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other entity. Investments and securities do not offer a fixed rate of return. Principal yield and or share price will fluctuate with changes in market conditions, and when sold or redeemed, you may receive more or less than originally invested. No system or financial planning strategy can guarantee future results. Direct phone number to reach Lovett & Associates is 254-751-1256. Well, I have to tell you that we're pretty proud here at Pickup Outfitters. The mayor of the city of Waco chose to deputize Pickup Outfitters into the Waco Mask Police Force. Now, we weren't necessarily looking to be deputized. We've been pretty busy fighting truck nudity, but hey, we're law-abiding citizens. The threat of a $1,000 fine if we didn't join the Mask Police Force also had something to do with it. So please bring your mask with you to Pickup Outfitters. And if you don't have one, We'll provide one previously unused. And we have a couple of other requests. First, wear a mask that covers your mouth and nose, but not your eyes, especially when driving to pick up outfitters. Second, we do have hand sanitizer, which you are welcome to use on your hands. Do not try to drink our hand sanitizer. Even if you add orange juice, it's still not a mimosa. And third, we have everything you need to outfit your naked truck. Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Here Drive in Waco. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday morning. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio. Pleased you're uh, with us this morning. We'll hear from RG3, Robert Griffin III, coming up in a bit. A portion of our Sikkim podcast, an extended interview we did with uh, Rob uh, that's available now wherever you download your podcast. Just search a Sikkim podcast. 
or Baylor Athletics, and you'll find that. We are brought to you in part by, in fact, the Sikkim Podcast is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. As we are here in the uh, 9 a.m. hour over at Alan Samuels, it's time to drive forward. Alan Samuels is ready to do business. They have uh, many incentives like $500 consumer cash now on a 2019 Dodge Journey, $1,000 on the new 2020s. That hits close to home with, uh, with Garrett. They've got a $750 consumer cash on new 2019 caravans, $1,000 on new 2020s, and an additional $1,000 consumer cash on new 2019 Ram chassis cabs. If you are a first responder, you can get $500 bonus cash on many vehicles. Uh, we talked about this on Friday, Garrett, but uh, you are in, let's see, yeah, there it is, back yeah. the back window there, <laughs> the new uh, Dodge Journey, brand new, uh, per, what is it? Pearl, pearl, granite pearl. Granite pearl, granite that's pearl. the color, with black rims. It is sharp, uh, could be a Secret Service vehicle. I think it could pass as that, yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but it looks really sharp <laughs> that Garrett got from uh, from Alan Samuels. Zach Wooten was very helpful there. And as we talked about on Friday, you had a great shopping, buying experience at Alan Samuels. I, I really did. Like I said, I can't, I can't reiterate enough that this was the best experience I've ever had. Simple, easy. Like I said, it was hour and a half. Hour and a half. Yeah. Hour and a half. New vehicle, walking out. Me and my wife could not be more happy. Very cool. And it's a good-looking vehicle. It really is. So Garrett is uh, an, a very satisfied customer of Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. You can shop safely in person, and Garrett and his wife did that. Or you can shop and buy online at alansamuelsdcj.com. Alan Samuels is your friend in the car business, and like they've been saying for years, come by. Let's be friends. All right, uh, we'll hear from Robert Griffin III coming up uh, next segment. And uh, Garrett, I think I mentioned this last week. I recorded some things, some games on the MLB Network. Right. I went looking for the uh, documentary they had on uh, Jack Buck, found that and recorded that. But in looking for that, I ran ran through their program schedule <laughs> And what I found was uh, the 1970 World Series, Reds and Orioles. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the the only reason they're running that now is, well, they don't have any live baseball. But another reason they're running it now is that's 50 years ago. 50 years that's ago wild. was the 1970 <laughs> World Series. Now, that dates me, yes, but uh, I recorded the games. I, and I, haven't watch, I, I watched part of one, and I haven't watched them all. But it was really interesting to watch, as we talked about, no high def. Yeah. Uh, these are in black and white in 1970. And, uh, but it was, to me, it was really cool. I mean, th these were, most people know I grew up a big Reds fan. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, my first job in radio was at a small station in Danville, Kentucky, and working nights. And most, the, most every night it was running a Reds game. So I was, I was into it, but that was more mid big red machine, mid seventies, you know, to the late seventies. This was 1970. I was, yes, thanks for asking. I was in, uh, elementary school at that point, <laughs> but I can remember, uh, the, going home, hurrying home from school to watch these games. Cause those days, right. shocking world series games were in uh, the afternoon in the daytime, but I can remember hurrying home to see these games and and now to see them again and, uh, you know, remember those Reds lineups and see those guys and see the broadcast, I, I enjoyed it. I don't know how many people would 
get into that mm-hmm. watching a World Series game from 50 years ago, but I really enjoyed watching it. You've been soaking up a lot of the memories. You found your cards. I know. Watching these old red games. I think they're all related. I think, I think they, it is too. Yeah, I think they're sort of related. Like, uh, you know, the reds, the cards that I have, and, uh, you know, that just kind of gets you nostalgic. Oh, here's a game. Mm-hmm. I remember this, so I'm going to watch this also. So <laughs> I think they are interrelated there. Well, maybe the reds will make a run for the World if we have a World Series this year. If we have one, yeah. And that would be great. And, uh, you know, I, I like the Reds okay now, but I love the Reds from the 70s. It's more. It's not the same. It's more, right. It's more the nostalgia of it uh, and thinking back on it. But, uh, but that was fun to see. And MLB Network, I mean, they've just got a treasure trove of games they can go back and run. Now, all the ones they're running aren't 50 years old. Right. They're running some uh, big games, you, you know, from last year, from two years ago, you know, the World Series from two or three years ago, you know, Astros, Dodgers, World Series, things like that. So they just have so many games uh, from which to choose that they can air. I think the coolest thing is for, like, people like my age who we've always heard these great names. Like, I, I wasn't allowed to see Johnny Bench play. Right. You know, but it, to have an opportunity to go back and watch that and see the greatness in person, I think that's really cool, and that's what the MLB has to take advantage of. That's it. I mean, a lot of people have those same feelings watching uh, The Last Dance. You mm-hmm. know, yes. like younger guys, like my son, who's he's 23 years old. He didn't see Jordan play. But to see this and and that documentary and watch it, it was like, whoa, I can see why everybody thinks so highly of him. I didn't even think about that. That's a great comparison. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and Johnny Bench, greatest catcher that ever played the game. You know, everybody should everybody should everybody see should that. Watch. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm reading right now. What you reading? <laughs> rereading. I read it before, and it was on my bookshelf. I'm rereading uh, a, a Pete Rose story. Um, he he had one. He wrote one book, but there was another one about him, and that's right. the one I'm reading. Castaya Kennedy, I think, is the author. And uh, that's that's what I'm reading right now. So I'm I'm fully involved in this uh, Reds throwback. You think he'll ever get in the Hall of Fame? I mean, it, it, we got he's got to. This is progress. We have to make progress yeah, here in baseball. I, I would think so, but I don't know. Uh, you know, again, in this book, it kind of reinforces how dead set um, obviously the commissioner was mm-hmm. at that time to ban him for life. And how dead set other Hall of Famers are against him being in there. That's I don't know. I, that's I don't know. One of those tricky things for me, and to see why Hall of Famers would be against him. I guess the the aspect of baseball being so how would you put it? They're just into themselves. Sure, you know. And I guess maybe that's where that comes from. But I think he should be in. The thing, the thing that will help him in a strange way is the uh, steroid era. Yes. Because there's going to be players coming up. Mark McGuire, uh, Barry Bonds, probably top of the list. You know, that they're going to have to – writers who vote are going to have to ask that question, do they belong in the Hall of Fame? If they do, you know, if they do in their mind think, yes, they can be in the Hall of Fame, then they might change their thinking on Pete. Could with the, also in the legalization of gambling maybe – but I think they should yeah, all true. like be in one area. You know, it should all just be like this is the era, the steroid era. Put them in there because they belong. I mean, just you know, isolated right, or whatever. Right. Right. No question. No question. Um, their accomplishments on the field, they do belong there. Here, here's a quick story from an, an excerpt from the book that I read mm-hmm. just yes. This part I read just yesterday. So uh, Marty Brenneman is the retired now retired broadcaster of the Reds that I really really like. And uh, he went into the Hall of Fame in 2000, Ford Frick Award winner. And as part of his speech, he was going to mention Pete Rose. And uh, people kept telling him, don't do that. You'll get booed off the stage. 
and some of the the old timers that were there, you know, the Hall of Fame members mm-hmm. that were there, uh, they had threatened to walk off the stage if he mentioned Pete Rose. I mean, that's how dead set they were wow. about it. And Johnny Bench uh, and and Marty were obviously good friends. And Johnny Bench, uh, the story goes, you know, told him, "Don't do it. Don't do it. There will be reper- repercussions." And uh, Marty couldn't help himself. You know, he did, and he said it was just one statement in passing. You know about Peter Edward Rose, uh, maybe something like someday will join me in the Hall of Fame, Peter Edward Rose, and out of that, it was just one, in passing. It mm-hmm. might have been one of the last things he said, but out of that, uh, Johnny Bench and Marty Brenneman had done a weekly radio show forever, mm-hmm. and it ended. Bench quit doing it with him. Oh wow! Yeah, over that. And so that kind of shows you, and, and I mean, Rose was Bench's teammate. Yeah, that's what know? I'm saying. That's different when you have a teammate do Yes, that. yes. And so, I mean, that to me says it's pretty deep-seated among these guys, you know, how they feel about it. Well, I didn't realize it was that deep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it is. I think it's really deep. All right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, let you hear a portion of our most recent Sikkim podcast, this with Robert Griffin III, the Heisman Trophy-winning Quarterback for the Bears, uh, he was the player of the decade in our football uh, all-decade team that was announced this year. And Rob is headed into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame as well. Whenever they can have uh, an induction banquet, he will go in there. But uh, let you hear from him when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us on this Monday morning. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu alumni. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. I just want to know, girl. <laughs> hey, man, we got a group. Let's go. Let's go. Now let's go to Ward White's for a weather report. Ward, why don't you go ahead and uh, give us the weather. What's going on in the 254? Golf ball size hail, 65 mile an hour wind is expected throughout this storm that is uh, entering Waco at the moment. Entering Waco? Station. It didn't came in, man. It all came in. Yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty intense storm. That wind is pretty crazy. I tried to open the door and take a look outside in the break and uh, wasn't doing that because that rain was blowing right back in my face. <laughs> Slapped you in the face, huh? Get your... I think we can throw the ball over the roof now. It's Unnecessary Roughness on ESPN Central Texas. Now more than ever, we all need a strong immune system. Healthy diet along with the right supplements help support your immune system, specifically multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas' own Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of its patients' lives. Use coupon code IMMUNE20 on coopercomplete.com to get 20% off any purchase. That's IMMUNE20 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system. 
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. 3C Mechanical and Carrier invite you to take advantage of the savings on a new air conditioning system for your home during their summer special sales event going on now. Rebates up to $1,650 are available on complete systems. Multiple financing options are available, including 60 months at 0% APR with approved credit. Payments are as low as $84 a month, and this summer special includes 10-year parts and compressor warranty, two years labor warranty, and a year of free maintenance and free filters. Call 3C Mechanical of Waco today. 254-315-4362. That's 254-315-4362. Or learn more at 3cmechanicaltechnologies.com and on Facebook. Hurry, this special offer ends June 30th. Carrier, turn to the experts. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Homeowners can receive rebates up to $1,650 on a new carrier air conditioning unit from 3C Mechanical at Waco. Check them out on Facebook. Former Baylor Lady Bear Taya Cooper has signed a rookie deal with the LA Sparks. Cooper was selected 18th overall in the 2020 WNBA draft by the Phoenix Mercury, but was waived on May 26th when the team cut down roster spots. Several school districts in the Central Texas area, including Clifton, Gatesville, La Vega, Conley, and Mart, have shut down the summer workout programs as a precautionary measure. They will thoroughly cleanse their facilities and then reevaluate. Mart head football coach Kevin Hoffman will join Unnecessary Roughness with Ward Whites and Me at 12:30 to talk about the decision as it relates to the Mart Panthers. Also on Unnecessary Roughness, you can catch the latest Baylor commit, Byron Murphy II, defensive tackle out. DeSoto at 2.30 to talk about his verbal commit to the Baylor Bears. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is the John Morris Show, proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. It's going to be first and 10 for the Bears at the OU 34. Griffin steps back in the shotgun, empty backfield again. 15 seconds to go, Griffin steps up, slides to the left side. He's throwing for the end zone. Touchdown! Oh, it's gone! Oh, my goodness! Touchdown, Touchdown Baylor! Oh, it's caught by Terrence Williams! Touchdown, Bears! With eight seconds to play! Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. I like that courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. November 2011, Baylor over Oklahoma on that touchdown pass from Robert Griffin III to Terrence Williams. Bears win the game 45-38. Really uh, was the the Heisman moment for Rob on a Saturday night at uh, at uh, what was uh, Floyd Casey Stadium. And it was an interesting uh, uh, game, interesting matchup, but it all worked uh, in, in Rob's favor in that uh, it was not a national ABC game, Garrett. It was a regional game mm-hmm. on a Saturday night. But whatever the other game was, and I can't remember what it was, it ended – 
and ABC then switched the entire nation to this Baylor game, and they got to see that thrilling uh, game-winning touchdown and really the last few minutes of it. So nationwide coverage, Robert Griffin at his best, beating Oklahoma. He ends up winning the Heisman. Yeah, and you really can't just – Talk about the timing of that for yes. that to work out like that. Yes. And, you know that play, that moment. That's huge. Yeah. So uh, Rob is our guest on our most recent Sikkim podcast. It's up on the Baylor website at BaylorBears.com or anywhere you download your podcast. Take a listen to the entire thing. Here's a portion of that catching up with Baylor's Heisman Trophy winner Robert Griffin the Third. Yeah, man, it's great to be here with you guys and talking, and um, you know. It's always good to see familiar faces and, and hear familiar voices. Baylor's always been home for me, so you guys always have a special place in my heart. That's good. We want you to always feel that way. You've always got a spot here at Baylor. Uh, tell us, you're, uh, as we do this, you're in Dallas. Uh, you're you're kind of moving around a little bit right now, aren't you? Yeah, it's been, it's been a wild ride for the whole entire offseason. Uh, we kind of got stuck out in California when uh, COVID hit. I was, in, I was at Baylor in February. And we went out there, kind of just relaxed, get some training in. And then uh, coronavirus hit and everything got shut down. So L.A. went into quarantine and we didn't have anywhere to quarantine. Uh, so we went up, bounced around a couple Airbnbs. And ultimately, after a month being out there, decided to make the drive all the way from California to Texas. So it was a nice, you know, 19-hour drive that I turned into 16 hours. Not, not because I was speeding or anything. Just, you know, I'm, an, I'm a good driver, right? Yeah. And, uh, we got to see the mountainside, got to see all those things, and it was cool for the kids. Um, and, and, you know, we did it in, in one drive, so no, didn't have to stop anywhere. And, uh, we've been in Dallas ever since. So we've been here in Dallas for three months now, and uh, it's, been, it's been good to be back in Texas, uh, get reacclimated to the Texas heat, right, and that sun. It's uh, like nothing else, so it's been awesome. It's there. Well, a lot of people we've spoken with, including ourselves, have been able to use this time while everything is shut down and um, people are worried for a number of different things. It's also provided people a time to spend time with their family. And whether that's a 19 hour car ride from California to Dallas or just spending at home, spending time together at home, how has this been for your family? And uh, Father's Day was just on Sunday. So you've gotten to spend some time with your daughters that you might not otherwise get to. Yeah, I think, you know, this has been a weird year for everybody. And uh, the silver lining to it all is you, you kind of get to reassess and, and, and get your priorities in line. Right. And, um, you know, it's been tough for a lot of people with whether it's the stock market or, or being laid off or, or not being able to work. Uh, for me, I don't get paid in the off season. So the off season is usually a time where I have to, I, I get the most time to spend with my family, but this off season has been on a whole nother level, right? I haven't had to go into work and, and be busy from six to 3 PM, uh, I've been home. So I'm doing Zoom meetings, you know, with my my quarterbacks and the quarterback coach uh, for, for my, you know, which is required. And my daughters are in the meeting, right? Because I'm sitting in the middle of the living room and you know, they wake up at a certain hour and they come and they want to they want to jump and, cl- and climb all over dad. Right. That's that's what little girls do. So it's uh, it's been it's been interesting from that part. But I, I've loved it. Right. I, I wish we could do a virtual offseason for the NFL every year. Uh, because you get to spend so much time with, with your family and uh, whether that's time with your wife. Obviously, there's no date nights right now because, you know, you couldn't go anywhere for quarantine. But uh, you get to spend a lot of time with your kids and see them grow up. Right. I, I got to see my 
uh, nine month old daughter walk at eight months, you know, uh, I got to see that. And, and, and a lot of people don't realize that as a dad, you don't get to see all those opportunities depending on what time of the year it is when you're working. So it's been phenomenal. Obviously I don't want the, the world to be in the distress that it is due to the coronavirus or, um, you know, this injustice fight that's going on right now in America. Uh, but the silver lining is I have had a lot of, a lot of time to spend with my daughters and spend with my wife. And, and that's, that'll be cherished for the rest of my life. You mean to tell me RG3 has not made some miraculously cute, romantic quarantine at home date? <laughs> I definitely have done that. Come on. <laughs> at you home. Know, is you know, at home. That. Yes. It's not all just words and, and stuff on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. You know, I put it into action, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's been tough to say, Hey, let's go to, let's go to this really fancy restaurant when we don't know what's going on and what you're bringing back to your family. That's kind of been our biggest concern with it all is just, you know, if you're, if you're, if your child was to get sick or something was to happen and it was because you, you'd be devastated. You know, I can, I can wait, I can wait on those things just to make sure that my daughters can grow up and make sure that my wife doesn't get sick. Um, and I think that's kind of way, the way people have to think about it. Um, and not everybody has little kids, right? Not everybody has um, someone that they live with that might be elderly, but you, you're not doing it just for yourself. You're doing it for everybody around you. What about uh, workouts? How have you done that? I mean, you got a spot there, kind of a private spot or how have you handled that? Yeah. So it's been, it's been interesting with that as well. Yeah. Uh, out in California, uh, at first, I was able to go to a gym, go to fields, and then once coronavirus hit, it was uh, mostly just isolated to the house. Um, you know, like anybody, for a couple of weeks, you're like, "This is, you know, this isn't real. What's going on? Like, is this end times?" You know. Uh, so I kind of went to a, a gym that my trainer had, that was his own, you know, personal gym, and trained there for a couple of weeks, and I was fine. But once I came to Texas, um, all the fields are shut down, right? So UIL made a rule that only kids from those schools can be on those fields once they open back up. But when they were closed, they were closed, mm. right? So now you're, now, you know, you're, you're, you're tiptoeing the line a little bit. If you, if you go jump on that field, you can get in, get in some deep trouble. So I just worked it out to where I worked out literally on the street, wow. uh, right outside. Um, and did all my workouts there for the NFL with the Ravens. We do them on Zoom. So it's a little awkward, right? But at the end of the day, you get it done. <laughs> And uh, coach is sitting there counting your reps <laughs> and counting your rest time. And, and I just did that. And uh, they sent us some equipment. So I've been literally working out, you know, like the, uh, what do you call them? The grease heads or the juice heads right in the, in the middle of the, of the driveway at, at my house. <laughs> and all the neighbors are looking at me like, what is yeah. this guy doing? <laughs> and uh, so it's been, it's, it's been interesting. And I've probably run on concrete way more this offseason than I probably have in my life. But um, you have to do what you have to do to stay ready and get ready to go. So I, I was able to, now that some things are starting to open up, uh, I've been able to go to SMU. One of our receivers who was drafted, James Crochet, went to SMU. And, uh, you know, Jamo, I know you know that Coach Kaz is there also yes. at SMU. So Perfect. I've had a connection there to, to kind of go there and train for the past couple of weeks, but it's only been on the field. So not the weight room or anything like that. They're, you know, they're still concerned about, about this virus and rightfully so. Um, so I just had to make, make do with what I have. And honestly, my wife has been catching for me for three months now. And uh, she 
her hands are phenomenal. <laughs> uh, it, it was, it was, it was interesting. I'm like, man, who am I going to throw to for these months when everyone's on lockdown? And I got my wife some gloves and she's been catching for me for three months. And it showed up because my first day throwing with our guys, uh, I was on point and I was ready to roll. So she's a, you know, big part of this offseason for me. Gotta love that. Hey, congratulations. Uh, we've been doing these projects, our teams of the decade, the Baylor football team of the decade, which was a great decade in Baylor football. You were the uh, player of the decade. Uh, great honor there. And that was fun to kind of go back and, and you know, again, uh, celebrate uh, the big wins and your accomplishments, the Heisman Trophy in there, Davey O'Brien Award in there. That was fun for us. How about for you? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a blast, right? Like I get to think back to all those memories with all the teammates that I had and um, you know, not just the highs, right? You know, in uh, 2011 when the Heisman and yeah, doing all that, but uh, even some of the lows, like I still remember, uh, you know, coming into Baylor in 2008 and I'm thinking, man, I'm about to be the fastest guy on the field. I'm about to be the best athlete here. And I go to my first workout because uh, I graduated early. So it's in the spring. I go to my first workout and I got, you know, Justin Fenty, Thomas White, Jay Finley, Jacoby Jones, who else can I name? Ernest Smith. You know, you got Joe Paul on the other side, uh, Jordan Lake. I mean, all these guys. And I'm like, uh, they, we show up to the first workout and I'm getting blasted. Like I'm getting blasted every, every running drill you can imagine. I'm like, man, what is going on? Like, I thought I was fast. I thought I was an athletic guy. And uh, it just showed me how much potential Baylor had because coming in, obviously the previous year wasn't a great year. And it, it just, to me, it, it showed me how important it is uh, to have a culture and to have a winning mindset because Baylor has always had the talent. And, and we, we saw that and we went four and eight that year. And then the next year we came out, started three and one before I tore my ACL. And that year was like devastating for me because I felt really bad for the seniors, right? You know, Joe Paul, uh, Jordan Lake, and, and those guys, uh, J.D. Walton, my center, because they didn't get an opportunity to go to a bowl game. And I kind of put a lot of that weight and pressure on myself because I was the starting quarterback and I went down and we went from three and one and finished the year again at four and eight. So to revisit all those, those memories, it's not just the, the Heisman, it's the journey to get to the Heisman, right? Because of that injury, I fell in love with football. I got to watch my guys go to practice and I had to sit in the training room and do rehab. And I'm like, man, this is the worst. This is, I don't ever want to be here again. This is the worst possible feeling. And at that time, Joe, you know, I was, John, you know, I was, uh, I was still determining whether or not I was going to run track. Sure. So because I fell in love with football, because of what I was missing out on, I stopped running track and I made the commitment to, I'm going to play football. I'm going to, I'm going to do this for my school, for my, for my teammates. And I put on like, an ungodly amount of weight. <laughs> it was it was good weight, right? I, I think I went from 203 pounds. I came back that next year. I was 229 pounds. Wow. And I put on a lot of upper body strength, and I said, I'm going to make myself look like a football player. I'm going to fully commit to this and give myself a chance and give our team a chance. And you know, that year we ended the bowl drought with all these things. We had a great, we were, I think we were seven and two at one point. And then we kind of fell off the, you know, fell off the wagon because we weren't ready for that success. And then the following year we came back and had a phenomenal year and, and the, you know, the Heisman and everything else is history. But 
it's the journey to get there that that is so special for me that I was able to kind of go back through and see the names that were on that list. And I'm like, man, I remember that guy. I remember, you know, how hard he worked, how how much adversity he had to go through to get to where he was. And it was just really cool. Now, it also made me feel old. Because, <laughs> you know, I was, I'm a 2000, I guess my, I had two years in the decade, what, 2010, 2011, right, or just, right. just one year. But um, like, man, time is flying. You know, it's 2020 now. It's been... Yeah you know, eight years, nine years since I've been in college, but uh, those memories will, will last a lifetime. I'm curious, you were, I mean, you were world-class uh, track guy, you know, and, and the Olympic trials, you could have been there, you know, you were there with that. Was there ever, I mean, that had to have been a tough decision, you know, when you finally went all football and got away from yeah. track. It was a tough decision. I, I, my original goal when I graduated early from high school uh, and I was in college as a really a, a high school senior in the spring, the goal was to come in and not do spring ball. I wasn't going to do spring ball that year. I was going to go and run track the whole spring to give myself the best opportunity to make the Olympic team. Um, at the time I was the number one hurdler in the nation uh, for high schoolers. I think I was, you know, probably like top 15 or something, maybe top 10 uh, amongst all hurdlers in the, in the entire world, especially in the U S and uh, coach brought, he, you know, he kind of told me, yeah, if you come, you can just go run track. And then, you know, he kind of reneged on that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on over here. That's great. I mean, yeah. you got to, I mean, I got to, I got to keep it honest with you. He kind of reneged on that. And he, uh-huh. he kind of told me he, he needed me to, to do spring ball because he, you know, I wanted to start and I wanted to play. But at that time, really football was just, I played because I was good. And I knew I could get a scholarship and I didn't just want to run track. So when I got, when I got to, to Baylor, I did, did spring ball, and I was, I was the starter coming out of spring ball. A lot of people don't remember that. I didn't actually start as a true right. freshman in the first game, but I was a starter coming out of spring ball, so I won the competition at least at that point. <laughs> and then I went to track. I trained for two weeks, and then I went and I ran a track meet. Uh, I think it was a Michael Johnson invite. And I did well. I got second, but I was really upset that I got second. And uh, only after two weeks of training, and I went to the next meet, and I totally bombed. I completely bombed that, that next track meet. Uh, so I took the next week off, and I did some training that I was used to from high school. And I went out, and I won the Big 12 and won regionals and got third in nationals. Uh, and then went to the trials. And to uh, Coach Browse's credit, he came to the trials. Hmm. He came to Olympic trials. I ran the trials. I made it to semifinals. And I got, uh, I got fifth in my heat in the semifinals, one spot away from making the finals. Wow. It was tough for me, too, because I got to the finish line, and the guy who got fourth saw me closing on him near the finish line and gave that, like, one step of extra energy just to pass the line before me. Wow. That was was really the last time I actually ran uh, the 400 hurdles, which was my event, uh, competitively. And I've always thought, like, man, what could have been if if I had stayed there and some people think I made the decision for financial reasons, but at that time for me, it wasn't about that, right? I, I, would, I didn't come from money, so the money that I would have been able to make as a track athlete would still have been life-changing money uh, as compared to, to football. I really just made the decision because of that injury. It got hurt, and I felt like a lot of people, a lot of people down, and I wanted to not have anybody feel that way, especially my, the Baylor community. So um, I think I made the right decision, you know? 
I would say so. Really good decision there. But uh, it's fascinating to hear him tell the story because that was a really tough decision mm-hmm. for him to give up track. He loved track, and he was great at it. I mean, he was world class and could have been, but he was world class in football too. And and the two of those can coincide for some amount of time. Mm-hmm. But then at one point, at some point, like he said, he had to get bigger and stronger to be able to take hits, you know, in football. So that's when he put on that weight and just had to go all football and get away from track. Yeah, I mean, he still would have done good with that weight on as far as hurdles go, but it wouldn't have been the same. Right, right. So tough call, and I know he loved, I know he loved track and field. And part of the reason he came to Baylor was because he could do both. He could play football and uh, and run track and field. That's RG3. It's a portion of our most recent Sikkim podcast. Check it out, uh, Sikkim podcast. Just search that on uh, Apple or Spotify or wherever you download your podcast and you can hear the entire thing. There's lots more. That was just one segment of it. And we get into uh, other topics with him about his time with the Ravens now. Certainly talk about, uh, you know, the social unrest. And he is very outspoken on that in our country today. That we, we talk about that and hear his views on that. And then uh, one of the questions late in the podcast, Garrett, I asked him, said, I remember you, uh, you were interested in politics or people were kind of pushing you Mm -hmm. like maybe toward a career in politics you still have any interest there (laughs) he kind of laughed and and uh you know in these days uh you know you can make some significant change if you are part of the political system right and for that reason he would be interested but he also says he'd like to be president of Baylor University one day. So <laughs> Nice goal. <laughs> pretty cool, yeah, from Rob to talk about all that. So all that uh, part of the uh, complete Sikkim podcast with Robert Griffin III. Take a break. Back with more in just a moment. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio. We're glad you're with us. We're brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. You can always give Amanda a call at 254-495-0338, or just Google uh, search Amanda Cunningham, and that'll get you to her Facebook page, contact information, all of that, and see what she can do for you. Whether you're buying or selling, Amanda can certainly help you out. She's been here in Waco a long, long time and knows that makes it sound like she's real old. She's not. She's been in Waco for a some amount of time, and uh, she knows the market very, very well. So just uh, check out uh, Amanda Cunningham. Uh, Google search her name or Caldwell Banker. That'll get you to contact information and her Facebook page, Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. At Baylor University, students can shine in their own way. Or should we say their own ways? Because there's no limit to the ways Baylor students make the world a brighter place. Whether they're leading a student organization or following a higher calling, getting advice from faculty, or taking part in world-class research, pursuing their dreams, or working toward their dream job, students find their place to shine at Baylor, where lights shine bright. After Sanders. Oh, he's hemmed in. Oh, oh he dropped the football. That's a touchdown. It's picked up. Terrell Bernard will run it in for a touchdown. Ball popped out of the hands of Spencer Sanders. He turns it over. Terrell Bernard scooped it up and scored for the Bears. 17-yard return for a touchdown, and Baylor leads by 10. Your home for Baylor football. ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? 
If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. KHT Electronics in Waco is seeking a licensed security and audiovisual technician. The position includes installing access control, surveillance system TVs, and burglar alarms, maintaining and submitting paperwork, mounting and installing panels, field devices, computers, and power supplies. You must pass a background check and drug screen, have a reliable vehicle and license, and have or obtain a state of Texas security license. Pay will be based upon experience. Typical range is from $12 to $23 an hour. Submit your resume to KHT Electronics at careers at khtwaco.com. 3C Mechanical and Carrier invite you to take advantage of the savings on a new air conditioning system for your home during their summer special sales event going on now. Rebates up to $1,650 are available on complete systems. Multiple financing options are available, including 60 months at 0% APR with approved credit. Payments are as low as $84 a month, and this summer special includes 10-year parts and compressor warranty, two years labor warranty, and a year of free maintenance and free filters. Call 3C Mechanical of Waco today. 254-315-4362. That's 254-315-4362. Or learn more at 3cmechanicaltechnologies.com and on Facebook. Hurry, this special offer ends June 30th. Carrier, turn to the experts. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Homeowners can receive rebates up to $1,650 on a new carrier air conditioning unit from 3C Mechanical of Waco. Check them out on Facebook. Former Baylor Lady Bear Taya Cooper has signed a rookie deal with the LA Sparks. Cooper was selected 18th overall in the 2020 WNBA draft by the Phoenix Mercury, but was waived on May 26th when the team cut down roster spots. Several school districts in the Central Texas area, including Clifton, Gatesville, La Vega, Conley, and Mart, have shut down the summer workout programs as a precautionary measure. They will thoroughly cleanse their facilities and then reevaluate. Mart head football coach Kevin Hoffman will join Unnecessary Roughness with Ward Whites and Me at 1230 to talk about the decision as it relates to the Mart Panthers. Also on Unnecessary Roughness, you can catch the latest Baylor commit, Byron Murphy II, defensive tackle out DeSoto at 2.30 to talk about his verbal commit to the Baylor Bears. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, final segment, John Morris Show on this Monday morning. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio. Appreciate Mandy Knight uh, tweeting at us. She enjoyed hearing from Robert Griffin III. And again, there's much more uh, that we talked about with Rob on that Sikkim podcast, so uh, check that out. Hey, remember uh, on Friday, Garrett, uh, in our birthday list, uh, one of the birthdays was Tom Goforth. Right. Played tennis at Baylor. Yeah. Knew my dad uh, from Garland High School and and from Baylor. And uh, Mr. Goforth out in Crawford. Well, uh, uh, I mentioned it to my dad over the weekend, and he immediately said, Oh, Tommy Goforth. And so he knew, he knew, he knew him. him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. came immediately to mind. So that was great. And Mr. Goforth, uh, I sent him the audio on Friday, and he missed it live because – 
He was out playing tennis <laughs> at age Imagine 83, <laughs> celebrating his 83rd birthday playing tennis. That's awesome. More power to you. He was at Sam Nay's house playing tennis. And he added this story that uh, uh, reminding me, and I'd kind of forgot this, that Bill Menifee was his tennis coach at Baylor. Mm-hmm. Coach Menifee was the uh, basketball coach here, but also the tennis coach, and, and prior to that ran the marina also. But Coach Menifee was the varsity tennis coach during the 50s, and uh, Mr. Goforth reminded me of that. So pretty cool and uh, fun to uh, make that connection between he and my dad from their days at Garland High School and at Baylor University. Uh, let's see. Let's mention some other birthdays today. I don't know if we can, I don't know if we can match that going back no, I don't know. <laughs> with those guys. But uh, let me see what we got here birthday-wise. Stand by. Look at another list. Today is uh, A.D.'s birthday. Aditya Melhatra works with Baylor Basketball. So happy birthday to A.D. Uh, he, uh, I saw uh, he and uh, his daughter Milo and his son uh, Aiden walking this morning on our street. So I, when I was pulling out, <laughs> they live in our neighborhood, kind of over a few streets, but they were walking on our street. And so as I was pulling out coming here, I slowed down, stopped, and told him happy birthday in person, now over the air. So happy birthday to A.D. today. Uh, Inez Russell at uh, Friends for Life today is uh, Inez's birthday. And uh, that's I think that's all I've got on my list. That's a short list. And I can't go back and look at... Yeah, I can too. Anybody, anybody to add to that? Nobody today. All right. Let me ha- hang on. We got some more to add to that. Uh, it's Brandon Blagg's birthday today. A lot of you folks know Brandon here in town. Uh, it's Jay Lee's birthday. Jonathan Lee, former receiver here at Baylor. Happy birthday to him. 27 years old. Uh, who else? Who else do we have on the list? Uh, Andy Spencer's birthday today. Uh, Andy uh was in school about the same now he's younger than i am we were he he was here at baylor andy's mm. claim to fame is man we gotta go it's four minutes still <laughs> andy's claim to fame is uh he was the first bear mascot like <laughs> mascot in a bear suit right. it was the wendy's bear and that was andy in that suit so Happy birthday to Andy Spencer. Hey, we got to go. Sorry to uh, run things tight for the top of the hour. Uh, Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow at 9. Remember Unnecessary Roughness today at noon. Matt Mosley today at 3 here on ESPN Central Texas. You know, this moment right here, it's, uh, it's unbelievably believable.